5 WKHS Wharton, streaming at WKHSradio.org, community connected student public radio. Everyone has a story. Everyone starts somewhere. Let's go back to the beginning. Each week, we'll chat with local professionals and hear about the goals and plans they had in high school and then connect the dots to the present day. This is personal. This is all about connections. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I am your host, Andra Anderson, Senior Coordinator for MBRT's Next Generation Scholars. I'm very excited for our guest in the studio today. Please help me welcome Johnny Johnson. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Really excited to be here. I'm so really excited. excited. I'm so excited. So brand new in his role, just about six weeks, um, Vice President for Enrollment at Washington College, just down the road. That's correct. Yes. That's correct. I'm so glad you made the time to, to be here and connect. Anytime I can walk through the halls of a high school, yeah. I'm excited about it. I know. There's just such an energy about it. I agree. I love it. I yeah. love it. Um, I think it's great too. So I let's start with right now. So what is what does a vice president for enrollment do? Sure, sure. So my office, my tasks are to recruit and enroll the best and brightest, brightest students mm-hmm. for Washington College, and that involves admissions and financial aid. Mm-hmm. So application work, financial aid, scholarships, enrollment, all the way through. Mm-hmm. All right. So. We so we kind of just talked about how you've been in this role for about six weeks. Correct. Where did you Where did you come to Maryland from? So I've got about twenty years of higher ed experience, and nice. so immediately before this role, I was vice president for admissions at Transylvania University mm-hmm. in Lexington, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there for about eleven years. Um, before that, I was at Georgetown College, still in Kentucky. Was there for about ten years, director of admissions, and then I started my career at my alma mater, Cornell College in Iowa, nice. and uh, I was over there for three years before coming coming to Kentucky. Yeah, so making your way east, making my way slowly east. <laughs> I love I it. End up in the Atlantic, I guess. Pretty soon. <laughs> I know that's the next stop. <laughs> this is it. This is as far east as you're going to come, right? So I love that. Yeah, um, that's awesome. So. Um, Lots of, of years in, in enrollment management. Mm-hmm. And I, I love talking with people that work in admissions, enrollment yeah. management, financial aid, because none of us intended to work in that field. That right? is correct. How did, how, did you, <laughs> how did that happen for you? Sure, sure. So I started college as a pre-med major mm. and I took chemistry and me and pre-med broke up. Organic chemistry broke it for me. It was a bad, <laughs> bad class, and it just wasn't me. Yeah. Um, so I ended up switching my major to economics and business and sociology. So those were my academic programs. Mm-hmm. But as a student, I was also a tour guide. And mm-hmm. so I worked in the admissions office uh, through the school year. And back then, we had phone teams. So I was staying over the summer, calling prospective students mm-hmm. over the summer, still giving tours. And that's where my passion developed to be in admissions yeah um and so that's that's where it developed i was a tour guide and just showing families around campus yeah now backing up a little bit more to high school was it expected that you would go to college did you have a choice so i am a first generation college student for my family Mm -hmm. but there was an expectation that i was going to college yeah and so it really wasn't an option in terms of what are you going to do it was 
where are you going? Right. Yep. You know, and so I did the college tours. I visited small private schools. I visited HBCUs. Mm-hmm. I visited uh, big public universities and just fell in love with Cornell College when I took my visit. Yeah. 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 And then it, it just rolled from there. Rolled from there. I it love that. It rolled from there. Yeah. yeah. Admissions is, is interesting. You're either in it for two years, just like recruiting for your alma mater, um, just figuring out what your next mm-hmm. step is, maybe getting ready for graduate school, mm-hmm. or you're in it for life. <laughs> I tell young counselors all the time, it's two or 20. Yep. It literally <laughs> is. And for some, it's a great stepping stone onto a lot of different careers, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you develop a lot of communication skills, you become mm-hmm. independent, um, and you're learning how to talk to so many different kinds of individuals. And so if you like that and you want to stay on a college campus, you can transfer that to student life or to the academic office or something like that. Mm-hmm. And for me, I liked really talking with families yeah. and having an influence on their decision. Yeah. Um, I got past the point of them having to come to my institution. Yeah. So yes. I still have Good. goals. Yeah. I've got to make goals and make classes, but mm-hmm. I'm really trying to find the right fit. Yeah. For kids. And that that's what sets I think enrollment managers apart. Those who are just funnel, you know, funneling students to their school that tunnel vision and those who just want higher ed as a, a whole to succeed. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without cuz yeah. the landscape is changing. Yes. Right? And so every school is not for every kid. Right. Um every career is not for every adult. Mm-hmm. So you have to find the right fit and that's my job to help families navigate school A versus school B. Yeah. And then you decide as a family which one is right for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just a few weeks in, but yeah. let me ask you this. What what drew you to sure. Washington College? I will tell you, um, one of the first things that drew me to it during the interview process, I actually met with the president three times. Uh-huh. And so I understood that he knew how important an enrollment person was right. for the institution. Uh, but the second part is when I got to come on campus for my interview, the road from Baltimore to Chestertown, it was one little road, I think it's 301, uh-huh. uh, reminds me of my road from Chicago to Iowa. Uh-huh. It was one long highway called Highway 1. Uh-huh. And I got off that highway and it just felt like home when I got to campus. Wow. And so when I got here, that reminded me of that feeling I had 25 years ago. Wow. And so I was like, yeah, I think if everything works out, we're yeah. going to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what drew me here. Now, I still be- I always will believe in a small private liberal arts institution. And so I've had opportunities to work at large public schools and never wanted to do that just yeah. because of my experience at a school like Cornell and other, all the other places. Yeah. There's something about that liberal arts experience. Big time. What do you think is so important about the liberal arts? Like, why is it such a great option for so many students? Because of the transferable skills. Yeah. So at a liberal arts school, you can do the pre-med and biology. You can do the engineering. You can do English. You can do philosophy. You can do sociology. But in all of those classes, you're going to write. Mm -hmm. You're going to discuss. You're going to analyze. You're going to be critically challenged to think outside the box. And no matter what your career is, those skills will help you no matter what. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm trying to convey to families. You know what? Your kid wants to be a doctor. That's awesome. But he still has to talk to families. Yes. You know, your student wants to be a lawyer where he still has to sell this case to the jurors, to the judge. And so those skills that you develop in your discussion classes, uh, when you're learning how to write to different audiences, that's what makes you stand out versus someone who just went one path and only did one subject matter only. Right. So liberal arts schools does a lot of that for 
for students. Yeah, I'm a, I mean, I went to Washington College. I'm yeah. a big fan of I'm a big fan of the liberal arts. I I yeah. love it, and I try to you know encourage students to take that path. But sometimes they have their blinders on. Sure. In, sure, in junior sure. year or the fall, it always ends up this way, right? And when I first have conversations with them in tenth grade, they're like, well, "I'm gonna go far away, like right. California, or maybe Hawaii. I'm maybe go Hawaii. To Hawaii. Hawaii. Always, always everybody one. wants to go there. There's always one. And then junior year, they're like. I mean, like Texas, <laughs> Chicago, yeah. and then senior year, they're like, Maryland is nice. <laughs> right. I think I want to stay close. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that happens to everyone. We have sure big does. dreams, and that's okay. I yeah. mean, but then the reality sets in, yeah. and it's a matter of one, which school is going to give you the best experience? Mm-hmm. How close or far do I want to be away from home? Yeah. And then the subject matter that you're going, that you think you want to learn at that moment. And that's yes. the key. You know, you think think you want to be a lawyer or you think you want to be a nurse or something mm-hmm. do you have a, a school that's going to allow for that but also allow you to change your mind yes and liberal arts colleges allow for that and yes. you're still going to graduate in four years right and that's key that's yes. key for a lot of families yeah i'm just teaching <clears throat> students so we just had um uh, maryland college week and trying to teach students that the average you know graduation time is about four and a half years yeah. for a four-year school so what does that mean if you're going to a big institution and you're, you're fighting for spots in a class or whatever it is, you know, are you going to go to a place that's going to know who you are and be like, no, I'll get you into that class or like, sorry, take a number. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 The small liberal arts schools, you know, sometimes students say, well, it's just like my high school. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not. I promise it's you it's not. It's, it's, it's very different <laughs> and you get to make a lot of your own decisions and nobody's mm-hmm. calling you to wake you up and nobody's checking you to do your homework. You still have to do those things on your own. Right. But you are going to get the attention. And I think that's important for a lot of students. For some students, going to a big public is perfectly fine. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's when you find your niche, that's where you go. But for a student like me coming from Chicago, Mm -hmm. I needed somebody sitting on my shoulder. (laughs) You know, hey, did you, why why weren't you in class? It it was, did you go to class? Why weren't you in class? And that's what I needed. Yeah, you they know. notice when you're not there. So mm-hmm. for some students, that's a very frightening idea. It can like, be. I, don't, I just want to hide <laughs> in the back of a lecture hall or maybe not even show up. Exactly. Like, well, all right, maybe that's not the best. <laughs> best fit for your, maybe you're the one who needs it the most. That's right. Literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Maybe you actually do need it. Well, you know, this conversation comes up a lot, especially at Kent County High School, where we have awesome programs like broadcasting, where yes. students are learning yeah. life skills. They're actually ready for the job market upon graduation. So mm-hmm. with that and knowing that there's this national mentality or national you know, decline in, in, in yeah. admission enrollment, how does that what do you I mean does that keep you up at night it keeps me up at night and I'm not even working for a college sure, sure. how do you how does that you know impact the work that you're doing or yeah. what are you what are you doing in regard to that information I definitely think about it yeah because th- those are the trends now The you know the media says you know or even mom and dad say go get a job yeah you know or go to a place even if you're going to college go Get, get an academic program where you're going to major in something that leads to a job. Right. Um, so those are concerns that I have. And so for me, I just want to get in front of a family, get in front of a student and talk about the options. Yeah. For some, going to get a job right out of high school is the is the optimal best thing to do. Yes. And then for others, it's about trying to find yourself mm-hmm. and trying to understand who you are and what your likes and dislikes are before you get out there into what we call the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I want students to at least give college a chance, whether it's at Washington College or a community college or a large public or even night school, because there are options there to learn about yourself. And then you decide which path is right for you. 
again, as, as I mentioned, I have a goal. I've got to enroll the right amount of students for Washington College to stay, mm-hmm. you know, uh, above water and, yes. and, and progress and things like that. But it's about finding the right fit for students because if I have students enroll, it's not the right fit. They're going to leave. Right. Then I, I don't feel like I've done my job the right way. Yes. You know, retention is a big part of enrollment. You know, you get the right students in there, but you want them to stay and maintain and graduate, not leave after the first couple of years. Yes. So there are challenges out there. I know Google and UPS and all these companies, Amazon, Amazon are paying <laughs> students out of college. I, oh, I battled yeah. with that when I was in Kentucky. Um, but again, it's for the right student. Mm-hmm. For other students, going to college is the right space. Yeah. yeah. I love that you mentioned that retention part. I think when I was when I worked in enrollment management, the light bulb clicked for me when I realized we were recruiting alumni. We weren't recruiting first-year students because you want to ha- maintain that relationship. And mm-hmm. now I'm at the point where I've been out so many years and I've been working so many years that I've been in some of the, the kids I've recruited. I've hired them for jobs. Sure, I've been sure. in some of their weddings. Yeah. Like, it's so yeah. weird. Yeah. You, you, you said it right. You're yeah. recruiting alumni. Yeah. Recruiting families and students who are going to be a part of that family yes for the rest of their life yes i just went back to my alma mater it's my 25th year oh, graduation wow. oh my gosh so i went back and the reason i went back one had a dynamic experience at my institution but that's my family yeah you know and i haven't been back in about 10 years so when the chance came back to go for the 25th you gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah. And you see all these familiar faces and even some professors who are still hanging on. Oh my gosh. And you're like, man, this feels like home. Yeah. Where I want the institutions that I work for to feel like home. Yeah. And so when I'm out recruiting, I'm talking to fans, to students about that. Yeah. It's gonna be the place that you go for four years, but it's gonna be in your life, you know, for the rest of your life. It's gonna yeah. be a part of you for the rest of your life. Are there any areas that you will be recruiting yourself or like helping out counselors or Yes, yeah. yes, and yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. So you'll see me at Kent County High School. Hey. I'm here today, so you'll see me more. Um, but you'll see me in Delaware. You'll see me in, in Baltimore. You'll see yes. me in Philadelphia um, because we, we need to build our staff, and I'm yes. going to help our staff get to the where it needs to be until we're we're fully staffed. Yeah. Um, and so I'll be at some public schools. I'll be at some private schools. I'll be at college fairs. I'll be doing all those things that admissions counselors do yeah. to just make sure that the Washington College name is out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you're definitely going to see me in the Chesapeake counties. Yeah. I'll be in all these four or five counties around the area. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, that was so helpful when I first worked for Washington College. I had the whole Eastern Shore yeah. and I got to yeah. know all the little nooks and crannies and all of the roads to nowhere. And <laughs> <laughs> So when I yeah. first started I was recruiting in Iowa of course cell phones were kind of just coming out yeah, so we yeah. printed off our, I, our directions I had a I got I inherited a, a binder, atlas yeah, an atlas, atlas. Yeah, yeah so we printed off our directions but we were going to these small towns and you still got lost yep you looked for football lights or the water tower. Yes. Those are the two things that need to oh, the high school's a block that way. Yes. And, and then the flagpole to get in the front door. <laughs> exactly. How do I get into this building? <laughs> it's just amazing how admissions has, you know, grown and changed. Yes. Well, you know, everything's on our phones now yeah. and you can travel, GPS, unless as long as you're in a kind of decent area where you can get some service, right. you're gonna you're find good. the school, you find the location and right. things like that. Yeah. I remember the revolutionary moment when they gave us all the little Tom Tom GPS. Oh, they were wow. like, Yeah. Here yeah. you go, happy yeah. recruiting. We're like, Wow. Yeah. But you yeah. had to 
still update still them. Update. <laughs> so I would be visiting an area that was like being developed, and it, the road um, the road doesn't exist. Yeah, doesn't, Where yeah. is it? It's gonna fall off a mountain or something because the road just goes nowhere. I Where felt are like we? It. Yes, I felt like that episode of The Office where they just keep going straight into the water. I'm yes. Like, well, they told me to they go told this me to way. Go there. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. The other thing, you know, that I feel, I mean, it's changed, and I still try to bring back a little bit of this. So when I was on phone team, mm-hmm. we used to make 150 to 200 calls a night. Yeah. Like literally, because only about 50 or 60 kids would answer. Yeah. So you, you're making those calls, you know, every night. Well, now nobody answers the phone I because know. if you don't, don't recognize the number, <laughs> you don't answer it. I don't either. Nope. So we've changed. We're not calling students like that until you get to the admitted student phase and you've right. been admitted and you've got to develop a relationship with the college. Yeah. Um, but social media, Texting, mm-hmm. um, those have become kind of the primary co- communication um, levels for us because, again, if you don't recognize the number, you're not answering the phone. Yes. And I understand that. So, 100%. Yeah. I remember, so when I first worked in admissions and Facebook had just come out, and I said to my boss, We need to be on this. Yeah. And he went, No. <laughs> and so I made one anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he was yeah. like, I'm. So glad you did this. <laughs> I'm so yeah. glad you did this. And it's this. not about invading their space. No. It's really just being where they are. Yeah. And they'll connect with you when they're ready. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Meeting yeah. meeting students where they are. Yes, and students where they students are. are continuing to change. And certainly, I know we don't like to talk about COVID, but COVID changed the way we yes. learn and the way we want to go to college or if we want to go to college, you know, it totally changed agree. all of that. Yeah. Totally. I mean, that we talked about the online space is so much more prevalent now. Yes. Where students are able, well, they've already been able to do multiple things at once. I mm-hmm. mean, I know students who are on a computer and then they're on their phones and they've got a, a pad, a, a, a laptop going, and they're doing all these things at once. Yeah. And admissions had to adjust to that. Right. And so, you know, one of the things that we're going to do at Washington College is just being in multiple spaces where students can find us. If you're not on our website, you're going to find us at another college search engine. You're going to see us mm-hmm. at some different place because students are up at two or three in the morning. Yes. And that's when they're searching for things. Yes. And I'm asleep. Yes. <laughs> so I can't respond. <laughs> yes. You know? yes. So I've got to have an automatic mm-hmm. way for students to at least find information, chat with the, even if it was a chat bot. Mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. night and then I can answer more questions in the morning. Uh, we've just got to be in the spaces where they are. Yeah. And I found that to be the the tough thing about admissions was creating a boundary for yourself. And you, do. you can be on all the time. Yes. You know, there's somebody that's going to need your help or mm-hmm. need something. So how, I mean, how have you handled that or how do you, as a, a leader and having a staff underneath you, how do you help to protect boundaries? Sure. sure. So most of the staff, I think all of the staff has families, right? Right. And so I encourage them when they get home, turn off. Yeah. Turn off. And even if a student has messaged messaged you, they do understand. They know that you are not at work. Right. And if you happen to reply that night, it's going to be that much better. But if you get to them first thing in the morning, they're going to be fine. Right. You know, um, we can't be, none of us can be on our jobs Mm 24-7. You know, and students can't be in front of their computers 24-7. So at a certain point, there's that balance of, you know what, it's 6 o'clock in the evening. I'm good for today. Yeah. I'll catch them at 8.30 tomorrow morning, and we're going to answer their, their questions. I'll even put a note in, sorry for the delay. Right. You know, but now we, we can handle handle the business that we need to. So I encourage the, fa- the, the staff, you've got families, you've got friends, you've got your own activities that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Do those things. The work will be there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not running away from you. Yeah. You know. On yeah. that note, so one of my... 
my personal admissions pet peeve sure. was when I I was a recruiter when this happened too, but it happens to me now. Um, recruiters would have away messages for their email or like out of office responses, like "Sorry, I can't get to your message because I'm busy recruiting." Sure, and I'm like is that not what we're doing all the time <laughs> i'm confused yeah. how are you yeah. why do you have an out of office message you're yeah. literally doing what i need you to do right. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so confused i get i mean i get that, yeah. that that the creation of that boundary but that that always confused me and so what i would say to that person who did that i would just say your auto out of office message should say i'm away from my desk at this yes. moment i will return or reply to your message when i when i'm available yes because you're right if they say sorry my way I'm recruiting well that's your job <laughs> yes so don't not answer my call my message if you're doing your job because right. that is your job yes so I'm away from my desk I'm away from my phone yes I'll reply as soon as I can yes yeah because little nuances like that yes yeah. oh, that's just one of my little one of my little pet, pet peeves and the, the other one is yes. um, admissions professionals who can't say FAFSA <laughs> FAFSA, FAFSA, FAFSA. When you get to the financial aid people, they can't say FAFSA. Oh, then it's really a problem. And you're like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, how are you hired? <laughs> <laughs> Just my little admissions peppies, but that's all good. Yeah. Um, coming up on a 15-year reunion for me so, okay. from college. So, good. yeah, yeah. You yeah. have to come back. Well, I'm, you're in I'm town. I'm here, so, but yeah. when they do the celebration, you come back and do all the things all the things that happen because that's fun connecting yeah connecting just to back see to where people, people are yeah. and what they're doing and yeah. my my class we we graduated in a recession so it's just fun to see how many people pivoted sure. away from what they were gonna do yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah. I love cool. to hear the stories Those, yeah. you know when I when we were in school you were talking about this now you're doing something totally different yeah. and you're living in a different part of the country what happened how'd you get there right and for the and those stories will always say will always end up saying the college prepared me for this. Yes, yes. You know, when I, I, I thought I was going to do this and now I'm doing something different, mm-hmm. but my experiences in college helped me prepare and be confident mm-hmm. to go on to this next thing. 100%. Yep. And that's something we try to encourage students. You know, we're not just preparing you for your next step. We're preparing you for the next five steps. Without right? a doubt. And you, we, we want you to feel confident when it comes time to change because the reality is that this generation and even even my generation, sure. they're going to have multiple careers. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without, my family, both my parents worked at one company for 25, 30 years. Yeah. I've been at four different schools now, right? right? And I know students and these the, the students coming up and people who have recently graduated, they're going to have five different careers. Yes. So they might change industry. Right. You know, you might go from communications to a tech firm right. to a social service to something else. And so colleges like Washington College prepare you for that. Yeah. So you can pivot to all those different areas. Yeah. And I uh, was just having a conversation with um, Luis in the Center for Career Development yeah. and yeah. the services that they provide extend to alumni. They do. great. They do. Yeah. We want... Again, it's a family. Yeah. So whenever you want someone to look at your resume again because you're changing careers or if you need to brush up on your interview skills or you need a connection, come back. I mean, your alma mater will help you. Why? Because your success is the institution's success. Yeah. And so if you need that additional help, just reach back out to your institution. They're going to do it. They're right. going to provide that that service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of the, the tough things, I think, for students at Kent County High School is that Washington College is in their backyard. Yes. It's, it's yeah. right here. Yeah. And, and I did. I mean, having recruited Kent County High School, I, I encountered that a lot. Mm-hmm. And But we still had students that were interested in some that even lived on campus. Right. It was great. Right. So how what's your approach with yeah. that if, if a student's like I'm not going there it's my backyard right, what, right. Do you, what do you say what I'm do you so do? glad you asked that yeah um, 
I really tell students you can have a life separate from where you grew up. Yeah. Even if it's around the corner. And the reason is your experience is going to be so different if you buy into the institution. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're going to Washington College and you're coming home every night or you're going home every weekend, it's tough to make that break. Right. But if you are going to go to the institution in your hometown and you're going to live on campus and commit to being a college student, Mm -hmm. your experience is going to be a college student and not just going to college in your hometown. Right. And so connecting with your academic uh, professors connecting with the students who are not from your high school you know so say we get 10 students from Kent County High School next year I want them all to live in different dorms yeah. because I don't want you just relying on those friendships that you already created right. I want you creating new friendships yes. and new experiences and so that's how I encourage students to do that now I do recognize that financially for some families that's just not possible Right? they need to save some money and so by doing by staying at home you can save some money and, and still have the experience. That's all well and good. I still need you to connect on campus. Right. So if you're going home at eight o'clock or nine o'clock, that's better than you going home at four o'clock. Right. You know, spend some time on campus going to a soccer game or hanging out in the student commons or getting involved in the band or the corral because now you're building some experiences that maybe the next year or the next semester you'll find a way to live on campus because you've built these relationships. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. And it did make a difference. Like having the uh, built friendships when I was a student with the local students, they knew all the places to go, That's all the right. things to do. Yeah. So you don't realize that you're kind of like a big person on campus because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what's up. You're the connection. You're the connection. You're connection. So we need yeah. you to stay and not go home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you tell me where not to go. <laughs> yes, yes. Like where, you know, how do I order? The biggest thing was like ordering at, at Prox, um, at not at, you're laughing at RJ, but like <laughs> they, would te- they would tease those of us who weren't from here and say go ask for extra cheese and see what they say they don't like that don't oh, do that oh <laughs> so what, what is I need to know this I've been here six weeks and I what is this restaurant um, Procolinos okay, okay and so, so I shouldn't ask for extra cheese don't ask for extra parmesan they make it exactly right is their answer they made it exactly right <laughs> I'm gonna challenge them but, on this I hope also, they're listening but also encourage, but like they actually did they know what they're doing they know, okay. yeah they're, they're okay. good <laughs> I'm still gonna try it I'm going to try just because you told me not to. I love it. Um, I'm, please video. Please, we need a video of this. <laughs> but little nuanced things like that yeah, or, yeah. you know, where where to go or what organization to get involved with right. or whatever. That was always really helpful. But yeah. 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 It's, it's so easy for us, individual students, professors, to fall back into what's comfortable. Mm-hmm. And the best thing to me about college is it challenges you. Yes. And if you're open to it, you're going to have a lot more uh fulfilling experiences versus just relying on what you know yeah um again i went to college as a pre-med major and it was very scary for me to switch yeah because in my mind i was like i'm gonna be a doctor i'm gonna be a surgeon i'm gonna save i'm gonna save the world health in the health facility and then when i decided well well, chemistry decided for me (laughs) that i wasn't gonna go that route it was scary yeah but a small college professors that were willing to talk to me and kind of talk me out of my fear and say you can do something different and still have an impact on society mm-hmm. and that's why I ended up in this route yeah helping mm-hmm. other people figure out their future plans exactly. yeah exactly. that's such rewarding work yeah, big I really, time I love big it big time I enjoy there's it. two rewarding experiences for admissions when you move in when you're moving in students on move in day yes and then four, year later, four years later when you're walking them 
walk across the, yeah, the stage, right? I mean, it's you get chill, 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 chill I got chills right? just now you know? thinking about it. When I'm moving in students that I've worked with for eight, ten months, and now I'm seeing them pack their boxes and move in, and mom's crying, and even dad's crying, <laughs> and they're trying to figure out where you're going to live and all those kind of things. And then to watch the progression of students over those four years and come out of their shell, and then graduation day, you can see that student walk across the stage. It's, it's an amazing uh, change you can see. Yeah. And you've had an impact right. on that, which is really fulfilling. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. And then they grow up and they get married and have babies yeah. and have weddings and you're invited and you're like, what's happening? And they come back and they make you feel even older than yes. you are. <laughs> you're not, hold on, you're not old enough to do that. I guess you're an adult. Hold on, yeah, hold on right. a second. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. weird, so weird. Well, what what final you know parting advice? So right now we're in the season of students, um, if they're going to college, applying to college right. or considering it, right. what, what advice do you have for high school seniors? Sure. Sure, sure. Two things. Um, well, three. One, visit Washington College. I got to put that in. But two. <laughs> Contractually obligated to say that. <laughs> visit institutions. Yeah. Colleges are all different and the brochures all look the same. And I'm saying that yes. as, a, as a VP for enrollment. We do the same pictures. Mm-hmm. You're always going to have kids walking through that big pile of leaves on a brochure. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be a sunny day in a brochure. We're not going to put a lot of snow in our brochure because we don't want you to think it ever snows on our campus. But right. we know it does. Right. You know, So you have to visit not only to see the differences, but to check out the personality of those campuses. Yeah. We all feel different. So you've got to talk to students. you got to talk to professors. you got to walk around and just get a feel for yourself. Taste the food. Sit in on a class. Those things. Mm-hmm. The last thing I'll tell you, don't miss deadlines. Oh, my gosh. Do not. And I know you. Thank you. you, you <laughs> Louder cannot, for the people in the do back. Do not miss deadlines because <laughs> students do leave a lot of money out there because yes. they've missed the deadline. Yes. And so it's important when your counselors are following up with you <laughs> about an essay you didn't do or a recommendation they're supposed to do, follow up. Because yes. if you don't, you're going to miss out on some money. And that could be the difference of you going from school A to school B or school C. Right. And so that's very important. Yes. I like to say this is my stalking season where I'm like, hi, have you done the essay yet? Hi. I will even, this is not even beneath me during COVID. I, and if students weren't in the building, I would go to their workplace and be like, how's that application coming? They're like, why are you following me? I'm like, you need to do it. You need, and that ultimately shows that you care. Yeah. You care about their success. You care about their future. So it might seem stalking a little dangerous, you know, (laughs) why is she following me at every moment? But you care. You care about their success. Yes. Just want to hit. And we got a big deadline coming up November 1st. It's a big deadline for a lot of schools. So we have Mm -hmm. a lot of students hardly working on finishing or some starting. Some starting. (laughs) There's always one. a big weekend for a lot of kids. Not just Halloween. Mm -hmm. There's always one. October 31st. I'm ready to start applying. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, let's go. Like right <laughs> let's now. Let's go. Oh, we'll still help you. <laughs> well, this has been a pleasure. And I, I think the the start of a conversation, really, even though our, our time with the show has ended, I'm excited to bring you back and have you meet yeah. the students and get students onto the campus of as well. So of course. Awesome. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Enjoyed yeah. it. Looking Absolutely. forward to more. Absolutely. Well, yeah. that is our show for today. Tune in next week for another installment of College and Career Corner. Thank you so much. Have a great day. WKHS Wharton.